Welcome in, everybody, to another week of First Seed Fantasy. I am Kyle Krajewski, joined by Mike Del Corso and Dante Botts. Gentlemen, how are we this week? Can't Doing complain. good. Can't complain. Love Doing to hear good. it. Love to hear it. We've got week six coming up. We're going to talk some, some start sits, some boom busts, basically guys that we are looking into have a a great week for guys that we are just not expecting big things from this week. Um, and I let's just roll right into it. I'll kick us off here with, with my start of the week, my boom. That is good old running back for the Minnesota Vikings, Alexander Madison. So far this season, he's been okay. Uh, currently the RB 19 on the season. However, they are playing the Chicago bears this week. And prior to last week against a, a, a Washington Commanders team that they just dominated, the Bears have gave, given up an average of 20.2 fantasy points to Aaron Jones, Rashad White, Jarek McKinnon, Isaiah Pacheco, and Jaleel McLaughlin. So, I mean, you, you throw in Alexander Madison with the Minnesota Vikings team that is probably going to shift to a, a more run central focus uh, in this offense because they are the most pass-heavy team so far this season. And now you get a team that no longer has Justin Jefferson and won't have him this week for sure. He's on IR. They kind of have to run a little bit more. So you kind of throw in a little bit of Madison. He finally gets things going in the, the ground game and most likely catches a few more passes. So I'm going Madison. Uh, I think his uh, his presence on this team stays stagnant uh, or stays solid at least uh, more than the 51% we saw last week and see a great game. We see a great game this week against Chicago. I love it. Madison is definitely going to be in my lineups as well as my start of the week, which is going to be scary. Terry uh, scary has been getting a lot of hate lately. Um, he is currently getting outperformed on the year by Curtis Samuel. Uh, which is a little bit concerning for fantasy owners considering they were drafted many, many rounds apart. But I love McLaurin in a bounce-back week, I think, against Atlanta. He kind of went quiet last week. Atlanta has been giving up points to receivers this year sneakily, and they've also played some really bad teams. Atlanta started off playing Carolina and Green Bay and still gave up points to the receivers and tight ends in those matchups, but not the greatest passing teams, as we've seen. Gave up a monster day to Amon Ross St. Brown in week three. And week four went over to London and still gave up big games to Kirk. Uh, Zay Jones, who sprinkled in a little bit, and even Calvin Ridley had a slight dent. So I think this is a bounce back week. They're showing bad matchup against the Atlanta Falcons at home. I don't think it's a bad matchup at all. I just think the stats show otherwise because Atlanta's played some pretty bad football teams. So scary Terry to the moon especially in those two wide receiver lineups. I think you could squeak them in this week. I have them currently as my wide receiver 24 on the week, uh, which perfectly puts them there as a wide receiver too. So scary Terry for me. Mike, I do want to point out that uh, Zay Jones did not face the Falcons. He was out that week. However, Ooh. Calvin Ridley having had an 11-point game, 11.8-point game. With uh, that touchdown. Christian, 
That's right. Yeah. That's right. And Christian Kirk had 16 points. So two solid outings from those two guys, and now you get Scary Terry. Yeah, and, uh, you know, they, the only thing they really have to worry about is A.J. Terrell in terms of uh, the Falcons' defense, whether he shadows uh, Terry McLaurin that much. But uh, going on to my starter, I'm going to go with uh, Jaleel McLaughlin uh, from the, the running back for the Broncos. Um, kind of a shining star in that offense so far this season um, and what looks like to be one of the worst offenses in the league. Um Shout out to Russ, unfortunately. But <laughs> um, as far as Jalil goes, he gets uh, work in the passing game. Clearly, he, he got a touchdown in the past two games. Uh, and he's kind of carving out his own role uh, in the running game as well. Seven attempts for 72 yards. He averaged, you know, 10 yards per game uh, against Chicago and uh, seven yards per game, seven and a half uh, against the, the Jets. So. Um, I only expect his role to be larger th- uh, as the season uh, gets pushing forward. In, uh, excuse me. As the season gets pushing forward, I expect his role to be uh, bigger. And, um, yeah, I'm going with Jaleel this week. Beautiful. I uh, love Jaleel. Dude is killing it. And I, I think you're right. I think even with uh, Javante returning, I think Jaleel's got, a, got his role in this offense. On to sits. My start or my sit of the week. Uh, good old running back. Damian Pierce. Dude has been incredibly mediocre at running back. He's currently the RB24 on the season. Uh, last week, found himself with 9.2 fantasy points uh, due to a, a, a severe lack of production, uh, kind of on the ground, but also just not being used in the passing game at all. Uh, and he's killing it. Stroud is killing it in the air. Uh, and I mean, this week he faces a Saints defense that is just being very tough for uh, fantasy running backs. We saw Ramondre Stevenson basically put up a complete dud last week. And I don't see that changing for Damian Pierce. So I, I'm not expecting a, a huge week for Pierce. If you can, Set him, but I understand uh, you kind of drafted him in a spot where you may not have uh, better opportunities to start him above him, but I'm not looking forward to Pierce's outlook this week. Mm. Yeah, another guy that, that's kind of on that fringe for me, so I, I like the sit there. Um, going into my sit, my sit this week is going to be another disappointing high draft pick, Jerry Judy. Uh, most of you guys have probably drafted him if you're in a 12-team league right around weeks or around five through seven, right in that range. And he's kind of been underperforming this year. Uh, last year, especially at the end of the year, you had a slight absence with Corlin Sutton where Judy was seeing double-digit targets for some games. Um, and everybody kind of expected that to carry over, including myself. Just based off of pure talent, Sean Payton coming over, you think the situation's going to get better. It really hasn't been that way to start the year. And now you got rumors as of today that the Broncos are willing to just clean house, start fresh, start selling. So a lot of stuff going on in Denver there. Jerry Judy's not going to be one of my starts. They play a Kansas City team who has given up some points to receivers. Uh, but Jerry Judy, even last year, only put up 10 points against them in the second matchup. And in that first matchup, did go absolutely insane. 
but Jerry Judy for me is going to be a sit this week. It's it's not a great matchup. It's not a great situation right now. The offense is struggling, and I think that they'll rely on the run game against the Chiefs to get them in that ball game on a hopefully uh, what I think is going to be a low scoring Thursday night. So I'm sitting Judy. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm staying away from pretty much everyone on this offense outside of Jalil, I think, going forward. But uh, as far as, as my set, uh, I'm going to go with a pretty controversial one here and say uh, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, at least this is one of those uh, picks where, you know, it may seem like <laughs> questionable at first, but um, he's just the guy that, number one, 15% snap share there they said the coaches said that they're going to try and ease him in into the system again and that's going to take a couple of weeks because of zach moss i think that zach moss uh you know has been playing out of his mind recently he's been playing like jonathan taylor and uh i don't see any reason why they would want to get away from that level of production uh at least until he shows signs of it decreasing so um it's more of a, I just don't think the coaches are ready to fully unleash them yet. I mean, we've seen teams kind of uh, hold the leash a little with their running backs. I mean, you can look at Brees Hall as an Hall, example. Yeah. I mean, that was that was uh, that was injury as well. But um, yeah, so I just think I think with Zach Moss playing the way he is, I just I'm okay being wrong uh, until he proves me right. I mean. Uh, and I'm okay being hesitant until he proves me wrong is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Hey, I like it. And you're kind of thinking the opposite with uh, McLaughlin there. Like he he's Denver Zach Moss, that he's the hot hand right now, even with Javante coming back. So I, I like the way you're thinking there. Yeah, it, it's going to be – man, these next few weeks are going to be tricky in, in Indy. Uh, you don't have uh, Anthony Richardson, and you've got one running back that is killing it another one that is coming back from an injury and that that backfield is going to be a journey uh, to say the least for the next few weeks. And they resigned Zach Moss too this, this week too, uh, this past week, didn't they? Jonathan Taylor after that game. Oh, Moss. No, Zach Moss. Yeah. That I did not. Yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah, that I'm unsure of. I know that he did. He did receive uh, an extension at some point during this year. I'm not sure exactly. <laughs> he made that statement and dipped because yeah, Dante just dropped the mic on us there. He, <laughs> Zach Moss did not get uh, did not get signed this past week. He did uh, not. Not not. Yeah, I think he might have been in the off season or something. Yeah, like I'm that. seeing August first. He got a a good uh, right contract, but nothing. Yeah, nothing in the past week. But as Dante makes his return to uh, the recording, we'll run back through these starts and sits. Start one, Alexander Madison. Start two, Scary Terry McLaurin. Start three, Julian McLaughlin. And sit one, Damian Pierce. Sit two, Jerry Judy. And sit three, Jonathan Taylor. It was a pleasure. And now, as Dante tries to make his way back onto screen, let's get through. Let's get to our, our game picks. Let's do it. Got some nice ones this week. I'm confident in all three of these. All right. I'm going to kick us off. Dante, you can go last if you're even here. <laughs> 
I'm going to not go bold. I'm going to go Chicago plus two and a half. We see a Chicago team that got their first win, and I think they're going to take that and just uh, brush the, the losing jokes off their shoulders and just be like, all right, we got something here. They're going against a Minnesota team that has been struggling, and they just lost their best player. So give me give me the Bears plus two and a half. Uh, I kind of really enjoy that. Enjoy that line. I love it. If that game turns into a run game, I think I think Minnesota is going to struggle. So I like it. And I'm going to add on second leg of that parlay. Go ahead and add the Indianapolis Colts plus four. See, I was on the verge of going money line or plus four on this one, but I think plus four is the right play, especially if you're going to parlay it. If you're going big, go solo and bet the Colts money line. But I'm going Colts plus four. Uh, Jacksonville just played two games straight in London. They're finally coming back home. And as Kyle pointed out, this is the first time that Jacksonville will be playing in London and not following it up with a bye. So I think that there's going to be some reconfiguration going on with the Jaguars. I don't think they're going to be playing their best football this weekend. And as Dante pointed out, right now Indianapolis's backfield is rolling. So if they're going to be able to run the ball, uh, I think Gardner Minshew is better than people give him credit for as a backup. I think the Colts take care of business. I think they get the win, but I'm going to go ahead and go with the plus four. I think it's a nice compliment to that first leg that Kyle added on there. So, Dante, give us that third leg, man. What's the third leg of yeah, this? Sorry about that technical difficulty. I didn't uh, definitely didn't to uh, back out of the uh, the channel and just use my own search engine, but. Uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the Philly minus seven against the Jets. Uh, this seems pretty clear cut to me. I don't believe in Zach Wilson. I don't think anyone does at this point. And he's going against one of the best defenses in the league. So um, they just lost. The Jets just lost their best offensive lineman as well. And going against Jalen Carter in that defense, I just don't think they really stand a chance, to be honest. Um, even Brees Hall, I mean, you start him, but. I wouldn't expect, you know, the same level of production you got last week. So that whole offense is going against uh, just great D, and I don't I don't think they're going to succeed. Great line of thinking. Put that put those three into a parlay. Chicago plus two and a half. Indy plus four. Philadelphia minus seven. We'll see you back here next week. Thank you for tuning well, in. Thanks for listening to the First Seed Fantasy Podcast. Till next time. Till next time.